How do gym and fitness studio owners create wealth, have fun, and change thousands of lives while doing so? If you want to uncover the secrets of lead generation, become a master at sales, and learn how to build a lucrative fitness business, well then this is the perfect podcast for you. I'm Zach Kruk, and welcome to the Studio Empire Podcast. All right, in today's episode, we're gonna be covering all the different positions that I've held in the fitness industry and the kind of compensation that came along with each position. There's gonna be several that I'll detail out in this episode. And the first one is going to be when I was a personal trainer at a small gym. The second one is when I was running pre-sales for a popular fitness franchise. The third one is when I was a head coach managing other coaches. And then the fourth one is when I was a director. So we'll detail all of those out today and this can potentially help you enhance or improve your employee compensation so you can get the best to bang for your buck. All right, so let's get into it. First, I'm gonna give you guys a quick background on myself, and then I'll get into the various employee compensation plans. So I went to CSU, Colorado State University. I graduated with a degree in health and exercise science and a business minor. I moved to California for my final semester long internship in which I interned at Google, the Google headquarters in Mountain View, California for six months. Now the Google internship for six months was unpaid, but I remember that the general manager of that fitness department there that I worked for, he was making in about 60 to 70k salary per year so maybe that'll give you guys some insight on what a general manager would make at a much higher end facility now also keep in mind that this was in 2013 so this was seven years ago so with some inflation that number would be a little bit higher today also at the google facility these guys they have the most high-tech equipment that i've ever seen ever in the industry which was crazy so i can do a whole nother podcast talking about what kinds of cool equipment they had but i want to stay on topic for this one and get into employee compensation but the gm there was making like 60 to 70k a year So after that internship, Google offered me a full-time position and I actually turned it down. I moved to Central California and did hip hop music for a while, which was super fun. And then I also worked as a personal trainer and group fitness instructor at a nationally recognized gym. And the gym I worked out excuse me, the gym I worked at wasn't a massive facility. It was actually fairly small. And basically there was a manager, assistant manager, and probably like five or six of us trainers. That includes myself. So I don't remember exactly what I was paid hourly, but I was paid something like 11 to $14 per hour. And then I would get 10% on any personal training packages that I sold. And then anytime one of my clients actually redeemed one of those classes, I was also given another percent or another few bucks. I actually don't remember the exact specifics and I don't want to say anything incorrect, but just to give you guys an idea of what I was making as a personal trainer for kind of a small gym, it was something like this. So I was making about 11 to $14 per hour. Let's just call it right in the middle, $12.50 an hour. I was paid my hourly rate anytime I was doing things like cleaning, um, for any like walking the floor, anytime I was like organizing weights or talking to members or actually doing a personal training session, I was paid hourly for that too, the $12.50. If I sold a $1,500 personal training package, I would get an added bonus to my check of $150 from that 10% commission. Each time that a client of mine used one of their personal training sessions, I would get an extra 10% of what that training session cost a client. So for example, if the personal training package was $1,500 and it was $80 per session, that comes out to about 19 sessions total. If it was $80 per session 
and I was getting an additional 10% commission each time that client of mine redeemed one of their personal training sessions. That means that I would get eight bucks. 10% commission on $80, I would get $8 added to my check for each session. So that's how I got that number. Anyways, the reason that that fitness facility sets it up like this is simply for retention and utilization of the facility. So obviously in fitness, the higher utilization and attendance that a client has, the longer the lifespan of that client, the bigger the lifetime value, and the more money that client is worth to the business. So that's why the managers, the way that they set it up, it encouraged the employees to actually get, once they sold a big package, they would try and actually get the clients to use that package for retention purposes purposes and to extend the lifetime value of that client. Now, I was an amateur personal trainer. I was also absolutely horrible at sales at the time, but at my peak, I had 17 clients. So I do actually remember that specific number for some reason. So I had 17 clients. The average client of mine would come in and work out with me about 2.5 times per week. So 17 clients times 2.5 it's 42 and a half. So basically, on a weekly basis, I was hosting about 42, 42 personal training sessions a week. And these personal training sessions were 30 minutes long. All right. So let's just say that I was making $8 per redeemed session from each client. So that's $8 times 42 sessions a week. That's an extra $336 per week. There are 4.2 weeks in a month. So $336 times 4.2 equals 1,411. So I was making $1,411 a month from a redeemed personal training sessions. Let's say I was averaging 30 hours of work a week at $12.50 per hour. And let's say I was selling $5,000 worth of total personal training a month. I've already done the math, so to spare you guys all the numbers, I calculated that I was making about $3,500 a month, $3,500. That's about $42,000 a year. And I was really bad at sales, but I was a hustler at this studio, and I was one of the top paid trainers, so $42,000 a year, doing something that I thought was fun, and it was just personal training, that was an awesome gig for me. So about 42K a year, that was like my first one out of college. So I hope that that shows you guys kind of what's out there and how commission and hourly rate can work or work at some facilities. My second position ever was when I moved to Hawaii about five years ago, and I started with Orange Theory Fitness. So I knew nothing about it, but I started on their pre-sales team and I was only paid $10 an hour with no commission to start. So my level of effort went way, way down. I really didn't care if I did a good job or not, especially because there was no commission uh, for any of our sales. The manager that I worked directly for, she was actually super awesome. So she ended up fighting for us to get commission. Finally, the owner agreed and we were still paid $10 an hour and then $20 for any unlimited membership that we sold during pre pre-sales and then we would get half of that on our next check during pre-sales so we would get $10 of the $20 on our next check and then we would get the second half of that $20 commission when the studio finally opened I hope that makes sense to you guys and then that's how it worked out so $10 an hour and then finally $20 per sale I finally became a coach when that studio opened up and then I worked my way up to head coach as a head coach I was paid on a sliding scale so a sliding scale is basically like if 1 to 10 people come to your class you make X if 11 to 16 people come to your class you make Y and so on and so forth so you're paid based on class utilization 
as the head trainer, I was making $45 if one to 10 people came to class, $55 for 11 to 16 people, $65 for 17 to 20 people, and $85 for 21 people or more. So 45, 55, 65, and 85 dollars. That's what I was paid as a head coach on the sliding scale. And keep in mind, I'm also in Hawaii where a gallon of milk is anywhere from eight to nine dollars. And that's not an exaggeration. It's actually that expensive to live out here in Hawaii. So I was also paid an hourly rate because I had to do about 20 hours of admin work per week and I was paid $20 an hour. So that job was extremely simple. I was making like 50 to 60K a year and I was cruising in Hawaii. I was super, super eager to grow. I felt like I had maxed out at that position and I also had a huge conflict with this new regional manager that had been hired and I decided it was time for me to look elsewhere for a different position with somebody that I was just more in alignment with. So that's when I was introduced to F45 by an investor that I worked for, uh, ended up being for about a couple of years. So at F45, I was brought on as the director and I essentially wore every hat in the book. I was the one responsible to put together our growth strategies, hire the team, train the team, run trainer evaluations, put together and create our marketing campaigns, put together our sales system and scripts, literally everything from the ground up. There was also one other director hired with me who is amazing, her name's Tiffany, and we kind of worked in conjunction with each other and we'd tackle a lot of our big projects together. So as the director, I was started at 60,000, 60K a year salary with a 10% equity in the business. Over that year and a half period that I was with that investor, we had also acquired three other studios so I was directing four studios total, flying all over different states, uh, managing several different teams and personalities. And then again, I had 10% equity share in all four studios. So starting at that, I know that sounds like a ton, and it is for a lot of you owners out there, starting somebody as a director at 60K from the get-go with a 10% equity share, that does seem like a lot. But what that did to me is it immediately flipped me from an employee to an owner mindset. So I very quickly started to walk, talk, and act like an owner. I understood that I owned 10% of the profits of that business, so I did literally everything, everything in my power. I was working for the first like three, four months. I was working, not a joke, 100 hours a week, and I did everything that I could to make that business profitable. Compared to Orange Theory numbers, we opened actually really small. We only opened with 300 foundation members. In the F45 world though, that's like unheard of, but we opened with 300 foundation members and we scaled to almost 700 members in six months. So we were one of the fastest growing fitness studios in the entire world and that was all through growth strategies, the team we put together and myself and the other director just very quickly adopting the owner's mindset and figuring out every single way that we could bring revenue to the table. And I got very, very familiar with the word leverage. So again, keep in mind that I was on 60K salary, so that's about $5,000 a month and then 10% equity. At our big months, we were net profiting at one studio anywhere from forty dollars to $50,000 a month net profiting. So that was my first time making that much money and I literally felt rich. I felt like I was on top of the world. Uh, it was kind of funny. Now that I own my own business, I see that that's not shit, but it was really good and really fun just being in the fitness industry, doing something that I loved and making money with my friends. So especially from an employee standpoint, where, where else can you go 
in the fitness industry and then work for somebody and make six figures a year. So I was super blessed, really grateful that I had that opportunity, especially being in Hawaii where there's not too much opportunity like that here. It was an amazing experience. Uh, now in this business, my consulting business, I can literally make an entire year's salary in 45 to 60 days. So that's the jump from being a top position in a company to being an owner of a profitable business. So real quickly, I want to talk about one of the biggest pitfalls that I see in this industry, and it's owners that adopt the mindset of scarcity. Even some of the clients I've taken on, they've told me that they won't pay trainers anything more than $15 an hour, and that includes the trainer's coaching classes. It's like, well, no wonder that you're going to have high turnover. Your trainers are not going to be teaching very quality classes to your clients. You're going to have high churn from your members because your trainers suck. So really figuring out an awesome compensation model that makes your employees feel valued. It makes them want to stay with you because the money is good and something that triggers them from an employee to an owner mindset is going to be one of the fastest ways to success for your studio. You are only a single person. So for you to try to get to your goal of five, six, seven, eight hundred members and you have employees working for you, it's going to be very, very challenging to do. Almost impossible. But say you have a head trainer and a studio manager and they start thinking just like you. They adopt an owner's mindset. And instead of one brain and one person, you, trying to reach this massive membership goal by yourself, you have three intelligent brains and people trying to reach the same goal collectively. You will get there three times faster because of the amount of ideas that come to the table, the quality of work being done, and the amount of energy that they're going to want to put into this thing. Now, do you have to pay them 60000 a year and 10% equity? Well, I don't know. I mean, it worked for our previous studio. It worked for me. You're hearing this directly from the source. It is a lot. It is a lot of money for some of you owners, but if it gets you to your goal and you are profiting 30 to 40K a month after paying your directors, after paying your trainers, after paying your rent and everything like that, is that worth it to you? You know, business just comes down to a big math equation. You have to figure out the math, Think if it's worth it to you and then just go out and execute. Also, at one of our studios, I had 14 trainers working for me. So we paid all of them on a sliding scale of $35, $45, $55, and $65. And guess what? We had a zero turnover for over a year. Zero turnover. Every single trainer wanted to stay because of the pay. They were motivated by the sliding scale to fill their classes up. And also just the atmosphere of our studio. It was like nothing I've ever seen before. It was amazing. Anyways, I hope you guys got some good insight today and different positions and different pay scales in the fitness industry. And hopefully this will allow you to see a different perspective, an employee perspective on how to get the best bang for your buck. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We'll see you on the next episode. If you liked this episode, it would mean a lot to me if you left a rating and review. Also, you can join our Facebook group and get access to a $1,000 course for free. It's a comprehensive course with step-by-step video training on how to set up Facebook and Instagram ads that'll save you thousands of dollars on expensive marketing agency fees because it's super simple once you learn the process. So to get that course for free, go to facebook.com slash groups slash Studio Empire Circle. That's facebook.com slash groups slash Studio Empire Circle. Love you guys. We'll see you soon.